Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, Bobby, this week we're going to West Town, which is in Milwaukee, a neighborhood in Milwaukee. You've maybe even been hearing more about the West Town neighborhood because there's a lot happening there, a lot of developments happening there, including the recent announcement of Fiserv moving its corporate headquarters to Milwaukee, to the West Town neighborhood, right in the former Grand Avenue, in the former uh, Boston Star location. Yeah, it's pretty amazing because in that building alone, uh, there was news earlier this year about how Kohl's was going to open a department store, uh, the first floor of that space downtown, which was big news for downtown, which has sort of struggled with, you know, retail since the, I mean, the Grand Avenue, when it opened, had been huge, but then it sort of tanked and... They just kept trying different things. Nobody seemed to be able to uh, figure out the puzzle that was making retail work, especially west of the river. Yeah, I mean, that's as, as long as I've been in Milwaukee, um, that's always been the question, right, is, is what's going on with the Grand Avenue. Um, it, certainly in the last uh, 10 or 15 years, it's it's really been a lot of different strategies have gone in there. But now this new plan with, with uh, this multiple kind of use model mm-hmm. with the Grand Avenue, of course, we have the Third Street Market. There's the... Hub 640. Mm-hmm. And the Avenue. So the Avenue is um, apartments on the uh, in the old Plankington Arcade, for the most part. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and then in the what we used to call the new mall, um, <laughs> right. you know, um, the sort of western end of the mall, they have office space up there. TMJ Radio has moved in there. Grave Engineering has been in there for a while now. So kind of breaking it into these smaller sections has seemed to be the key to reviving this space instead of like one big mall or an entity that runs the whole thing. It's it's kind of subdivided. Yeah, and it bears pointing out that this is not unique to Milwaukee. I mean, around right. the time that the Grand Avenue opened malls in like St. Louis and these other cities all opened downtown and were hugely successful originally. I mean, when I moved to Milwaukee in 1983, the Grand Avenue was packed all the time, seven days a week. You know, it yeah. was it was uh, the place to be. So this Fiserv announcement is pretty big. They're going to be moving from Brookfield to Milwaukee. What's, what's the story and timeline there? Yeah, so they... Um, have hundreds of employees in Brookfield, um, and they hope to start moving them to Milwaukee in 2023 next year. So they plan to make um, a huge investment downtown. They're hoping to create in the next five years another 250 jobs at that location. Um, and the building is it's called Hub 640. And when I visited there, I think it was last year, my pandemic brain still. <laughs> we, we spelunked it. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. Part of the building is residential. It has, has, was turned into apartments um, and condos. But um the Hub 640 side had this, you know, just a ton of open space in the former Boston store fronting uh, Wisconsin Avenue. Um, but they did have some office tenants in there already. So this is going to, I would assume, based on the size of, I mean, they're talking about 160,000 square feet. They're going to be wow. filling up a big chunk of that building, plus the Coles location on the on the first floor. A building that's been, that's had a lot of empty space in recent years is going to end up probably having little or none. Well, coming up in the second portion, we're going to go back to Grand Avenue and, and talk about the Boston store location, but also the West Town neighborhood and some of the other exciting developments that are happening there that this Fiserv announcement is uh, aligning with. So some really exciting developments in West Town. More next on Urban Spelunking. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. 
All right, Bobby, back in the Westtown neighborhood in the former Boston store. We mentioned this is, of course, uh, going to be the site of a big development, Fiserv, moving its corporate headquarters here. And it's a big space. When we got to uh, Spelunk, the Boston store building, you got to go there. And it was, uh, I, I remember you saying how like uh, striking it was seeing it empty and how massive it is. Yeah, it's a it's a 300,000 square foot space um, that they were renting as Hub 640. Um and it's spread across, I think, five floors, you know, and there's um, not much left from the Boston Story days. And, if, you know, like in on the first floor, you can see some capitals of some decorative capitals of columns. And on upper floors, you can see an old ghost sign that used to be outside before because these buildings were built over um, a long period of time, some of, between like 1895 and 1920. So, mm-hmm. um so that sign still exists, and there's some original hardwood floors, things like that, but not a ton. Um, so just big open spaces where there were not already office tenants because some floors already had some tenants. Um, but now Fiserv is going to take 160,000 square feet of that 300,000 square feet, um, so a little more than half. Uh, but also there's going to be a Coles taking up about 40,000 square feet on the first floor. So um, a building, as we said earlier, that was mostly vacant – is now going to be filled and bringing employees downtown. Maybe some of those will move downtown. Some of them will live downtown. Plus, there'll be a retail store downstairs, which is going to be great. And it's all just a part of this explosion that's going on in, in Westtown lately that really looks like sort of set to kind of make Westtown the epicenter of the city again. So just to clarify the Westtown neighborhood, where exactly does that land in Milwaukee? So Westtown is basically between the river and um, the freeway. It's just okay. before Marquette, you know, Michigan Street, Clybourne Street, Wisconsin Avenue, Wells, Kilbourne State, all, you know, that whole, basically what would have been called Kilbourne Town back in the day. So there's been a lot of development here. You mentioned, uh, of course, big recent announcement about the the soccer venue that's coming to that neighborhood, mm-hmm. the Iron District. Yep. What else is going on in Westtown? There is so much. It's well, Let's try and list it all, but <laughs> we probably won't be able to do it. You know, of course, there is the symphony Yes. Center, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Bradley Symphony Center, amazing rehab of that Art Deco theater. You know, and then on the north end, you've got the Deer District and you've got the hotel that's coming there. And I guess you could argue that the public museum will be on sort of the edge of Westtown, the new one. Plus, there is um, the talk of the new FPC Live venues mm-hmm. on the former mm-hmm. Bradley Center site. The former Journal Sentinel buildings have been – there's a high school in the old Sentinel building. There's um, – student housing for MATC in part of the old journal building and the, the apartments in the old journal building itself are about to come online. What else do you have? You have the expansion of the Wisconsin Center. Right. I mean, a huge yes. expansion and what's going to be a beautiful building based on the renderings. And then if you go a little bit south, you have Milwaukee Tool, right, is uh, working on finishing their headquarters in the old um, time Insurance Fortis building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be big. That's going to be big. Um, there's going to be a dog park. And a dog park. Near the river, right? Across nice. from the Milwaukee Public Market. Um, then, of course, there's the Iron District, which is huge, right? I mean, it's going to have a, a Pabst uh, venue in it. It's going to have housing component. It's going to have a hotel component. It's going to have a soccer stadium, which means a soccer team, the name of which they're trying to figure out now. I mean, it just keeps coming. There's just more and more stuff. And then, of course, you also have the Third Street Market Hall, which opened earlier this year uh, in the old mall. Upstairs from that, uh, as we said earlier, the Grafe offices, the TMJ radio offices, which moved from Capitol Drive just recently. Um, On the other side, you have the TJ Maxx is still there. But above that, um, 
all the retail space on the upper level of the um, arcade is now apartments. And if you walk through the arcade, you can see uh, the sort of equivalent of these apartments porches uh, face into the mall itself. So it's kind of funny. You can get a sense of how many are occupied, and it seems like most of them because people's bikes are there or their shoes or their, <laughs> their welcome mats. It's, it's nice. kind of fun. You know, I think it was definitely something that everybody wants to see. They want to see, you know, this this part that's so visible of Milwaukee to be vibrant and active and, you know, especially a, a development like the Grand Ave that is so big and was struggling for so long. It's hard not to feel proud to see these these buildings being used again. Yeah, and I mean, for a long time, the only kind of, it, it seemed like the bulk of the retail downtown was, um, in the third ward, really, right? Mm-hmm. So east of the river, and you know, you can argue whether or not it's downtown. I mean, I guess it's, it's a downtown neighborhood, right? So, um, but now it's nice to sort to sort of see some retail coming back, and I'm I'm hoping that the you know some people said, oh, I would rather have Target than Coles, or I'd rather have this than that, you know. But to me, the fact that something of the size and scale and sort of uh, fame of a Coles coming downtown. It doesn't matter that it's a Coles, right? It just matters that it's this thing that's going to, you know, hopefully help spark other retailers into looking at downtown and coming downtown and creating a place people want to be, right? They, maybe they don't need to just come down to Coles, but maybe they want to come down to Coles and shop and then they want to go have a burger at Dairyland next door at, you know, at the Market Hall. Or, and, you know, especially with offices, you now have people that are going to come downtown and while they're downtown in their lunch hour or after work, they're going to stay, have a drink, have some food maybe shop, you know, and, and just kind of create this kind of a downtown that we all want our downtown to be. Yeah. And going back to the Fiserv move, what is the timeline on that? Um, they told me this, they told me last week when I reported on it, that they want to have their people moving in by 2023. So, I mean, it's pretty close to 2023. <laughs> so, right. I mean, I'm going to guess that that's later in the year because if there's a lot of work to do to build out that space. Um, yeah. They're going to have to reconfigure the building um, and, and, are they going to have to reconfigure the exterior of the building at all, or is it all inside? I would doubt they have to do anything on the outside, but inside, I mean, it's just big open space, so they'll yeah. have to build whatever it is they're going to, and furnish it and decorate it and all that. So that takes a little time, um, but 2023 seems pretty exciting. I also read in the story something about Rexnord moving its headquarters as well. Oh, yeah. A few years ago, Rexnord uh, renovated a building downtown on west of the, just west of the river and moved their offices there, and right across the street from there, a hotel was built. That Cambria Hotel. So, I mean, the, oh, yeah. the, the stuff we couldn't even remember. There's so much going on, right? And then, of course, there's the talk of whether or not to reconfigure 794 as a boulevard, which would be huge. Just the part of the freeway downtown that leads between the home bridge and the, uh, and the market interchange. Yeah, that that is, that's a big discussion, I mean, right? Yeah, and that would, that would be catalytic too, I think, because you would free up all of this space and make, you know, the, the streets there much more pedestrian friendly. Well, I know you're going to be following it at on Milwaukee, and once that building's open, maybe we'll get a chance to go inside and check it all out uh, for a proper on-site spelunking. Who knows? Yes. Well, podcasts here in 88.9 come out every single week. We've got new episodes of Urban Spelunking on Tuesdays, and then Cinebuds, our film podcast on Wednesdays. Friday, it's This Bites. You can find them all at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. I heard we had a really good one recently about Pier, Wisconsin, where Harbor House is. Yes. I think people should go back and listen yeah, to that Yeah, go check one. out that one. It's uh, how, did they, how did Milwaukee build this huge pier? That sets, you know, Discovery World, Harbor House, pedestrians. It's huge. And spoiler alert, it may have 
uh, contributed to the existence of me <laughs> yeah, in some small right. way, in some very small way. Yeah, you got to go back a couple weeks back and find that episode about Harbor House. Coming up next week, we're talking about uh, kind of a similar story, Lake Park Bistro, but not just the restaurant, of course, but also that whole pavilion and the history of Lake Park, which, um, you know, Frederick Law Olmsted, who designed that, is iconic. Yes, and it's his, it's Olmsted 200. It's the 200th anniversary of his birth this year. So we're going to get into that next week on Urban Spelunking. And in the meantime, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. We'd love to hear some feedback from you. Uh, a few stars, five of them, preferably if you could, and even better. At least you, five. <laughs> then <laughs> if you could take a moment and write a few words too, we'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, we'll be back next week. Talk to you then. Talk to you then. Talk to you then.